You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's find out who are who is frauds in the NFL and the NBA. Here's the fraud alert. <laughs> I don't know why. It just <laughs> makes me laugh every time I hear it. That's a good one. I want to start with you. I know you've got a couple. I want you to give your first one. Yeah, my first one, I'll go into the NBA, Nick. I, I think the Philadelphia 76ers are still some frauds. They're the five seed right now. We they, know, haven't even, they haven't even been healthy yet. Yeah, but they're still frauds. James Harden's coming back to save the day. Not a chance. Didn't you see him in the playoffs last year? Oh, wait. <sighs> Yeah, that's right. Never no, mind. Wasn't well, there good. was that one game. Oh, that one there was. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. And then uh, Joel Embiid, one of the best players on the planet. Nobody would deny that. Do mm-hmm. I trust him to stay healthy throughout the playoffs? I do not. Tyrese Maxey, fantastic. Tobias Harris just isn't getting it done. That's still one of the worst contracts. It just feels like the same old story. You know what this feels like, Nick? It feels like Doc Rivers' team that he had in Los Angeles with the Clippers. And Doc is still the coach. And it feels like they have a nice, solid starting five. They have some stars on that team. They have a bona fide superstar. Hey, you know, why does everybody make fun of me in the times that we lost? Oh, don't you see the teams that we had? We had, we had. I can't do a good Doc Rivers. Yeah. I'll work on His it. voice, uh, it would hurt you. Uh, just, yeah, it's really hard. You got you to gotta do this. Yeah. Do you remember that when he defended all of the, the, the early, like, playoff exits that he's had oh, with yeah and the, the three best ones part, he called that. by the way the magic are down 20 right now and this is why i thought of it because that magic team that doc rivers coached he was coach of the year they weren't they were supposed to be awful and they made the playoffs but he literally said did you look at that roster like he just straight up threw everybody under the bus in that i actually kind of like that he defended himself um yeah well but they're down 21 right now to the Cavs. So. i'm glad you like that he did that because i, I do not like him as a coach i i don't i can't don't understand why he's still in philadelphia ultimately i think he's going to be the crutch for that team and beads a star i don't trust him to stay healthy though james harden i don't trust him in the playoffs they're, they're they should not be in the conversation with like milwaukee and boston i don't think they are at this point but i think when you're looking for like the next best team in the east I think most people, or the team maybe with some potential, I think most people would say Philly, especially when Harden comes back. I still think there are some frauds. I do not like the Sixers. There's a certain point where you are who you are as a player. James Harden is who he is. He's not going to be a guy that suddenly goes and carries his team to a conference finals like Luka did. He's not going to be somebody that you can count on to be consistent in the playoffs or even in big games during the regular season because we've watched it far too many times where he has faded. Yeah, his time with Houston, obviously, make no mistake about it. One of the best scorers during that stretch in the history of the NBA. I mean, he averaged 35 a game one year. When he was at his peak, he was one of the greatest scorers in NBA history. He traveled a lot, and he got to the free throw line 100 times a game. But you know what? He made it work, and he put points on the board. But that that's as far as it goes. It's like when people used to always defend Russell Westbrook. 
And they'd be like, well, look at his numbers. What more can he do? I remember the one year he was in Washington, and that was a conversation. I People get mad at me. What more do you need him to do? He's averaging a triple-double. Yet his teams don't win. He's inefficient as a player. And when it comes down to the important games and the playoffs and the situations that matter the most, he always fizzles. James Harden is that guy. So I, I, I'm with you there. I love Joel Embiid. Love Joel They're Embiid. wasting. What's going to happen in Philadelphia is they are going to waste the prime of Joel Embiid's career yes. on an aging, falling apart James Harden. Yes. See, the problem was they put in so much stock into the process and building that team through draft picks. Well, the process with Doc Rivers needs to move on because it's just... It's not it, Nick. It's not it. The guy, we've seen it time and time again. They allowed Brett Brown to have his opportunity through the struggles, gave him his shot in the playoffs. It didn't work. Doc came in. It just hasn't worked. Like, I don't understand why the Sixers continue to think that with him at the helm that something's going to magically change and that they're going to compete in the East. There's a reason they have the fifth best odds right now to win the East. They're not better than Milwaukee. They're not nope. better than Boston. They're not better than Cleveland. I would take Toronto over them. I just, I don't like that. Toronto's one of the best coach teams in the NBA. Oh, Nick Nurse sure. doesn't get enough credit for how great of a coach he is. He is. They, they, they are, they always overachieve because of him. And that's mm-hmm. why that team right there with, I mean, Pascal Siakam's a great player. But let's be honest, he's not on the level of a Nikola Jokic. No. He's not on the level of a Luka. He's not on the level of a Steph Curry. Or of an Embiid. Or an Embiid. Right. And they're still the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference right now. I mean, honestly, if I'm looking at the Sixers, I think at some point the Nets get it right and they're a better team too. than the Sixers. The Nets, look, the Nets are, I know they're a, that's a flawed roster, but that is still a talented team. They're top heavy with talent. If Ben Simmons can get comfortable, look, mentally, physically, all of that, he hadn't played basketball in a year. The Nets are still a team that can make some noise in the playoffs. They're bad defensively. Like, I understand all of their flaws, and Kyrie's going to end up doing something else to just piss everybody off, another group of people, and say something stupid, and then he's going to have to explain himself, and it's going to be a distraction for the team. But you know what? This is what I say to Kevin Durant. You make your bed, you sleep in it. There you go. You left one of the most egoless stars in the NBA in Steph Curry to go play here, so this is what you get. But I still think the Nets are a better team than the Sixers are if you look at it. Again, it's on paper. We know how paper can go. But, all right, I got my fraud for you. Give it to me. And it pains me to say this. I hate to say it because it's been a great story in the NFL. But it's time we just let Cinderella turn into a pumpkin. Cinderella was the pumpkin, right? It was the pumpkin. Got that right. Yes, yes. The Seattle Seahawks are frauds. It's time. It was a fun story. They've lost back-to-back. They've failed to cover in back-to-back games. Let's also think about the wins that Seattle has had this year. Denver. It looked like a great win on Monday Night Football, right? Look at Geno Smith. Oh, they made the Broncos... The Broncos are awful. Nobody's showing up to Russell Wilson's birthday party, apparently. He's lost the locker room. No one wants to be his friend. He's putting out corny TikTok videos consistently. He can't throw the football. He's not running anymore. They're horrible in the red zone. That's Denver. Then they beat Detroit. Detroit's Detroit's an explosive offense, but they're not a good team. Mm -hmm. They beat Arizona. Arizona's a mess. They beat a banged-up Chargers team. And now they just lost to the Bucs, who are also a mess and have an offensive line that is in shambles at this point. And by the way, they beat the Raiders, who've been lost all season. None of those wins really are that impressive. Now, I get it. You're looking back in hindsight. But isn't, as Steve Spurrier once said, hindsight's always 50-50. Well, it's hindsight is always 50-50 here. We can look back and connect the dots and see that Seattle may be a great story. 
Give Pete Carroll all the credit in the world. Geno Smith, I love seeing this guy get a chance to start and succeed. He's worked hard to get to this point. But the reality of this is for the Seattle Seahawks is they're going to start to fade. We're starting to see that happen now as Washington is now climbing into the last playoff spot. Seattle has fallen back. The Seahawks will continue to fade into the distance, into the ether, and they are frauds. They are no longer a team that we can call a Cinderella. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you, Nick. And now we're getting to the point in the NFL season where you're starting to see a separation between the contenders and the pretenders, right? Like you said, Seattle was a great story. It was fun. They got a really good young core. They've drafted really well these last couple of years. Geno's been an unbelievable story. But they lost to Tampa out in Germany. Then off their bye week, they lose at home to the Raiders, who just, I mean, the Raiders were in in free fall. Had no business of winning that game. And now they're laying seven and a half at the Rams this week, which I just think is way too big a number. I'm with you, though. You know, Seattle, I think long term, man, the future's bright in Seattle. They got a really nice young core there. But for this season, they are frauds. They are not going to make the playoffs. Uh, they are not still as bad as the team that we all thought they would be coming into the season. Oh, sure. I thought they'd win two games. <laughs> you thought they'd win that little? Yeah, yeah. I had faith that maybe they'd win like five or Good six. Good for you. I thought yeah. they were like a 2-3 win team. I was like, they, they look atrocious. Yeah. that raw, Well, especially a quarterback. I mean, we all thought maybe it was going to be Drew Locke instead of yeah. Geno. Which but, Drew Locke would have made them atrocious. Uh, he would have made I them. think we realize that now. May, it would have made them really bad. Yes. Yeah, I'm just, you know, Seattle, I, I'm starting to agree. And the thing that really made them good was the defense started to play well along with the offense. Remember early on in the season, Nick, Seattle overs were like the way to go. They were scoring four, 40 points on everybody, but they were also giving up 40 points. Then all of a sudden, the defense start, started to turn the corner. But now recently, teams are starting to figure out that defense again and are starting to kind of look like that unit we saw earlier in the season. And I think that's the big reason as to why they are some frauds as well. And again, it's a shame because they're a fun story. but. At, at some point, you get like early on in NFL. So, like, I, I don't really have any true judgment of a team until a quarter of the way through. Then I feel like I, I've gotten at least some sample size. Now we've got a big chunk. Now we're heading into week 13. Now we know who teams really are, and we know who teams are just what teams are just really, really bad. Well said. By the way, I'm looking at this graphic we have up right now that the Seahawks to make the playoffs know is a plus 270. I like that quite a bit. I might. I mean, that during the break, honestly. I, I understand the reason why that is, is because there are four NFC East teams in right now, and obviously they're all going to play each other the last six weeks of the season, and teams are going to beat up on each other. You can still be a fraud and win a division. Washington did it at 7-9 and nine a couple of years you ago. You absolutely can't. And Nick, listen to this remaining schedule. So they're probably going to win their next two games mm-hmm. at the Rams and home against Carolina. Should win those. But then the next three, home against San Francisco, at the Chiefs, mm-hmm. home against the Jets, easily could lose all three of those. And then you finish the season home against the Rams. Stafford's probably going to be back for that. Maybe Cooper Cup's back from that, but they probably don't play Cup uh, because they know their season's a lost cause. But that three-game stretch, San Francisco, Kansas City, and the Jets, man, that is, uh, that's going to be tough right there. That's, that's enough to just cause the separation that I'm starting to see now, right? Oof. Like, that's why when you look at it, you just say— it. it the stars are not aligning for them any more than where they are now. Like, this this was the peak. They've gone through their peak already this and, year. And, you know, Nick, like, why they were 6-3 and three at one point, but listen to these wins they had. They beat Denver, yeah. Detroit, Arizona twice, the Chargers, and the Giants, right? 
Yeah. And we know with the Giants, well, the Giants they're, are they're, obviously they're, fraud They're too, empty so. calorie wins. That's yeah. what they are. Empty calorie those wins. Win, though, that schedule and those wins were the white bread, the wonder bread of food or of wins. Like that's that's what it was. Yeah. They're just they right. It, they're they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat, but then they're losing games also that they probably should win. And I mean, you look at some of these losses too. Their record could be a lot better than what it is. They lost to Atlanta at home. They lost to New Orleans on the road. They lost to Las Vegas, obviously, last week. I mean, they, they could have another two, three wins right now. They could be like eight and three. So it really could be a lot better than it is. I agree with you, Seahawks. They are frauds. See, this is what happens when you don't fully tank. A lot of quarterbacks coming out in this draft, and instead, I know. now they're going to have to maybe trade up. I know. But boy, did they dodge a bullet with Ross, huh? That is true. Did they dodge a bullet? I got to be honest with you, man. Ooh. I thought a fresh start for Russell Wilson I was going to be great. I completely agree. I'm I'm very disappointed to say the least.